0: And then because Republicans have always your, <laughs> 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 so actually I'm gonna get some I'm gonna get some coke too because I have like yeah, a thirsty little <laughs> oh <my> god. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're keeping that. Wait, who wants what? Would you like some? Yeah, just put it right next to it. Yeah, Oh my god, yeah, some more.
2: Yeah, We are podcast.
0: <laughs> I was talking with Atticus about it, and like, we should be a, a political okay, like ASMR. ASMR. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like,
1: Democrats have taken both state <laughs> legislatures. And... So <laughs> <A> gay ASMR.
3: <gasps> <gasps> people doing ASMR. <gay> <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs>
1: yeah. Give the people what they want. <laughs> oh
2: my God.
0: Hello and welcome to the final episode of our first season of Political Inquiry. We're a podcast about queer issues as they pertain to local politics in Michigan. Political Inquiry is proudly put on by the Michigan Gailey, which is an LGBTQ plus news publication at the University of Michigan Ann Arbor. I'm your host, Blake Bile, current senior at the University of Michigan studying political science and writing, and in today's episode, a majority of the podcast team will join together to talk about the results of the midterm elections, our favorite part of the season, and finally, we will be revealing a very special announcement, which you won't want to miss. Before we get started, I would just like to thank our staff members who were not able to make it for this episode. So thank you to Elena Mann and Atticus Spicer for your contributions on this season. Without further ado, please enjoy. Uh, would everyone kind of want to do a little bit, a little introduction of? of um, I don't know where we want to start, but um, <laughs> pointing finger. Adara, you go first. <laughs>
3: okay. Um. Hello, I am Adara Noble. Um, my pronouns are she/her. I'm a freshman at the University of Michigan. Um, I'm studying psychology
1: and i worked on the jeremy moss episode um i can go next i'm june i use she they um let's see i'm a freshman studying political science um and i worked on the jeremy moss episode
2: hello i'm jackie i use she her pronouns i'm a sophomore studying political science and latina studies and i worked on primarily the jeremy moss episode but i also edited for all three episodes Jeremy Moss get together. Yeah.
0: Yes. The Jeremy <laughs> Moss episode was it was, like, fun was really, really fun. Yeah. I think it's just like some people worked on it. I think that's when the podcast started to like kind of pick
3: up yeah. and like people started to like participate and everything. It
0: was a good conversation too. We um he's just like an amazing speaker. Oh yeah. Um mm-hmm. and just like really articulate. And he brought God, Tyra I'm Harris golden. So it's awesome. Uh it's I was sad when she lost.
2: Overall,
3: I'm pretty happy though yeah
0: so, yeah same that
3: was the first one that i was able to vote in and like it was participate did there. you vote at i month?
0: voted by mail so like, okay. i went home and i voted
3: like two weeks early
0: i think okay nice yeah. nice yeah. i went back home to the boonies
3: <laughs> and voted
0: in person because i didn't trust <laughs> i didn't the mail trust my Republican. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: that made me nervous too because like i didn't know that they counted family votes differently until after i voted mm. and i was like
0: oh she voted yeah um, I guess before before we continue, um, we should give out special shout outs to some of our staff members that couldn't be here. Um Elena, who has worked on um, I believe, all three episodes. Um she's awesome. She is um a freshman. Um I can't remember what she's studying. I think
3: engineering.
0: Um that sounds about right. I
3: think
0: something STEM. Yeah. She's she's in the stick. She's she's in the trenches. <laughs> Um, and then and then Atticus Spicer, um our social media director and um, kind of graphics designer. Um unfortunately uh they were not able to make it today. Um but special shout out to them too. Um I, and I don't think I do not want to forget anyone. I don't think I'm forgetting anyone. Either. We have four of us here, Elena and Atticus. shout, to Piera. Yeah, oh, shout yeah. out to Piera.
3: Hey. Here. Yeah, shout out to
0: We, um, I guess I'll start with with my favorite part of the season. Um, It was all really, really great, but I really enjoyed, um, oh God, I I really enjoyed my conversation with Jason Morgan, who is now the elected um, House Representative for for Ann Arbor's district. Um, And he was one of the only um, people that we interviewed that sort of brought up trans representation um, and different sort of trans issues. So I really appreciated him kind of adding to that perspective. Um, but also too, he talked about like the Ann Arbor community, which was nice to hear about. And he he talked about a lot of things that I didn't really know about Ann Arbor, um, particularly that like Ann Arbor doesn't have like a set budget or a set sort of community space for queer people. But th- he was he was really awesome. And he also grew up in like rural Michigan. And I related to that. And I think um, you know, sort of the struggles that he sort of went to was was really relatable. Um yeah,
2: I mean I would kind of agree with you.
3: I think like my favorite part was like listening to the podcast and like hearing more about Ann Arbor because like um I am a freshman like I just came to Ann Arbor a couple months ago and I did not know a lot about it and I think that like listening to the podcast like helped me understand like um a lot of like the social and political issues that are like in Ann Arbor yeah. that you know maybe weren't the same as like my hometown or
2: anything
1: like that yeah um kind of on the other side of that I I really like talking to Jeremy Moss mm-hmm. because um he's from Southfield, which is pretty near where I'm from and um that sort of like super suburban perspective was really interesting where you have to sort of navigate a lot of different social boundaries as a queer person and he talks a lot about his experiences as like uh, a openly gay like legislator and that was just interesting to see the dynamic between like him and some of his colleagues so, I, um, and also we got Dairy Queen after that one, so yeah, that was,
0: that was uh, fun. That was yeah. the first time being to Affirmations. Had you been to Affirmations, Jackie?
2: I have not. It was very cool, though, because it was just like a cute little space just for queer people, and you walked in at the little conference room, and Jeremy Moss walks in with Kyra harris bolded. <laughs> we all got so excited. It was just really nice to talk to him. Mm. and He was so quotable. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Yes. That <laughs> since that episode, I've used that a couple I times
1: used since. It.
2: It's so
0: nice. Yeah, I I do remember him saying that. I that. love
1: taking the notes mm-hmm. and just pulling out little like tidbits. Yeah, he um.
0: One thing that stuck out to me was when he was talking about um when he first got elected to the Senate um. There was a, another legislator I can't remember the name of um, but who ended up running again um, and I talked about him with Lori the episode before um, and she commented that during the campaign trail, during during the race, um, this other man said I can't remember the name of, uh, <laughs> like his opponent, the Republican opponent sent out mail like mail listings mail to the entire district basically accusing him of pedophilia and like that was one thing that like i think really stuck with me because up until the elections that was like a republican campaigning point is like these pedophiles in schools are teaching kids queer, like, gay sex, Mm -hmm. and, like, it's porn, kind of like you were talking about earlier, Jackie.
1: I wonder, he said something um, about, uh, well, he didn't talk a whole lot about trans issues, but he touched briefly on, like, why are there no trans people, like, who have run for office and, like, been, like, super successful so far. I wonder if it's because of that sort of dynamic. Mm. You know what I mean? I wonder if that's more persistent with that group. Yeah,
0: that would be... Jason Morgan actually talked about, um, also kind of sort of talked about that, um, how like, you know, in districts that are really, really blue, like Ann Arbor or Detroit, Mm -hmm. where, you know, potentially a trans candidate could get elected, um, you know, why aren't we seeing more trans people running Mm -hmm. um, for state level politics and federal level politics? Mm -hmm. Um, I think the answer or a part of it has to do with the Democratic Party, um that's true if the democratic party or the republican party either which party you're trying to run as a democrat or republican um and you don't get the support of the party
3: you're not gonna win resources out the door yeah
0: yeah and so like yes probably definitely a cultural thing but also the democratic party of michigan needs to be better
2: like right (laughs) like
3: Vote down the ticket, like whatever party they come yeah. up to, without like looking at any of the candidates or anything like that. Which is like, I guess that's fine, but it's kind of like, I don't know, just because your party endorses somebody doesn't mean they're like they're right. Uh, yeah,
2: it. yeah, and that goes for any party.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, there's still like a lot of biphobia in the Democratic mm-hmm. Party, which Lori Pachuski kind of touched on mm-hmm. in her episode. And it's like, you can't support one part of the community and say you support all of them. Yeah, so when you're just right. Supporting like your ideal version of what you want a gay person to be
0: like. Yeah. Yeah. I remember her saying, like, even Democrats, um, after she had sort of um got sort of separated or, or divorced with, with her ex partner, um, Democrats, I remember her saying to me that Democrats came up to her and were like, Oh, so like, but you're not you're not really gay because you have a husband. Um, and it's like
2: It's always, like, the idea that, oh, once you have, like, a life partner, you're either straight or gay, you are no longer bisexual, and it's, it's obviously fake. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense, but people still believe it for some reason.
0: Be better,
1: Democrats.
2: (laughs) Everyone just be better. Come on, not that hard.
1: There's definitely something to be said for, like, trying to run the ideal gay candidate Mm. is such a problematic, like, ideal to even have. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say, I did recently see uh, Pete Buttigieg when he came to campus. And if there was a guy for that, like, perfect, you know, like, gay Obama sort of thing. Mm
3: Gay Obama.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, trying to make that, like, super palatable. Just the most midwestern guy. Like, it's not really sustainable to just keep running the same like people like that.
0: Yeah, people to judge has, yeah, definitely been that candidate. Yeah, that, like
2: he's mid.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, he's yeah.
0: Mid. I don't know how to feel about people to judge because on one hand I want to like,
1: yes, yeah. like
0: if if anyone could win the presidency or could you know get a higher position of office. It's him, you know. But then also, like, yeah, like June was saying, he's really palatable and really digestible for straight people. Yeah. Um, and I've heard him talk about a few queer issues, and he's pretty moderate about it. Um, you know, he stands up for. I don't think he. I don't think he would compromise to, for whatever reason, or, or back down. But like yeah, maybe we should have more candidates that are not so heteronormative mm-hmm. um, appearing, you know? Yeah. Be better. <laughs> Be better, <laughs> Democrats. We'll get a candidate, though. I mean, like, I was really, I was optimistic about the elections, but I was really happy um, with the results. This is the first time yeah. in 40 years that Democrats have held both um both state legislatures like and big whitmer is making national news she is just killing it Mm -hmm. um but now that we have both state legislatures like stuff is just going to get through Mm -hmm. um
2: jeremy moss serving as president pro yes. of the senate yeah, did you did you see Lori is, Lori is also, also? part the house like wow. mallory mcmurrows up there is um yeah. the whip mm-hmm. i i think it's a good thing that yeah. the elections went the way they did
0: yeah yeah did anyone um i mean i would definitely consider our podcast like Participating in flipping <laughs> the house, you know
2: what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, we have
0: small scale. Out Canvass. yes. canvassing knocking doors. Yeah, back
3: indoors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but one thing I'm really excited for is I've been following sort of the history of um, a conversion therapy bill mm-hmm. that was introduced in 2013 by Adam Zanke, who um, is Ann Arbor's uh, was Ann Arbor's House District um, representative. I'm just really looking forward to seeing that hopefully be passed because it's it's been, it's just been killed by Republicans. Um, as the bill has gone gone on long, longer, um, it went from having like two Democratic co-sponsors um, in the House to having all 50 Democratic co-sponsors and a few Republicans. So like the bill is getting there and like, I don't think I have to argue that conversion therapy is bad, but Wait, there's so science like, about it. Wait, so,
1: like, talk about, like, like, the content of the bill. It's like, a research interest of mine, conversion therapy stuff.
0: Yeah, well, so the content of the bill does not touch religious entity, entities. Right. Um, it, it specifically bans licensed therapists in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, it adds to, like, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's, like, the... American Therapist Counselor Association Rules and Regulation Guidelines, it would add that, like, if you are a licensed therapist, that goes against the rules and regulations. Like, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's... But you can't do
3: conversion therapy?
0: Yeah. But only licensed practitioners. Like Mm -hmm. I said, it doesn't touch churches and stuff, which is, like...
1: Yeah. Oh, bigger... Yeah. That's the thing. Like... mm -hmm. The bulk of it is like not only um like churches, but then like that extends to like Christian like treatment centers, Mm -hmm. and then Christian rehab, and then Christian.
3: And there's
1: like Christian, like what
3: they call it like um where they go to
1: the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Where all (laughs) you (laughs) want? Yeah, we've been swearing this whole time. Never right. Our audience (laughs) yeah
3: but yeah it's just kind of like like all of those like teen retreats places too like places where like you can just like send your kids off to the lake
1: yeah and the issue is so much of it goes across state lines too Mm -hmm. so when you um you know you can't really account for that Mm -hmm.
0: yeah It, it sucks yeah because we can only control like what happens in the state right but um Michigan is purple. And I think, you know, for the blue states that are able to do it, it's Mm great. But for the purple and red states that are able to do it, it's like even better. better. Yeah. That's where it's really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, if anyone is like really interested on like uh, state by state sort of um, progress of of conversion therapy bills, um, go to the Trevor Project. They have a really good graphic that is like, um, bill introduced, bill passed, um, all that kind of stuff. And it really gives you perspective. Um, cause I can't remember the numbers, but it's like only like, I want to say like 15 states or something that have fully banned it. Um, which is insane. Yeah. That's not even like, was it like a, ba- barely a quarter? quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one thing that I'm really excited for and hopefully really optimistic for. Um, If Democrats don't get that through, um, I'm chaining myself to (laughs) the steps of the Capitol building until they do get it through, because that shit's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, what is everyone else kind of excited to sort of hopefully see some progression in? Honestly, okay, I feel like my issue
3: of interest is a little more of like a, like, I don't know, anecdote type of thing, but, like, this was the first election that I got to participate in, and I have been waiting to participate in the election since I was, like, 10 years old. Um, I was just, like, really excited to, like, be 18 and, like, be able to vote, and, like, I registered, like, the second I got my driver's license, so I've been registered to vote since I was 16, even mm-hmm. though I couldn't vote till I was 18, Um, and, like, there was just something about checking the little yes box on Proposition 3 that, like,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I don't know, that I was, like, wow, I'm, like, politically active, I'm voting, I'm, like, an <laughs> yeah. adult now, it was, like, crazy, because it's, like, abortion has always been an issue that I really, really care about. Like, I think every single person with a uterus has the right to choose what they want to do with their body. Mm -hmm. Um, and that does include, like, choosing not to get an abortion, but you cannot decide for other people. And, like, I'm just really happy that it passed and that I got to, like, be part of that, I feel like. Yeah. Except it was very disheartening the next day to see the preacher on the diag, like, with his two kids, I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, I saw yeah. that.
1: But did you see the other group selling cookies for abortion rights? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah.
3: Same time, but no, it was it was um he brought his two kids and his wife. Um. So first of all, those yeah. kids were not in school that day, and like I did not see them eat. And I tried to get them like a little granola bar because I felt just terrible for these kids who were not eating. They couldn't go to school. They were like stuck on the fucking, like diag, like with a bunch of high schooler or I mean college kids who probably like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, just I, stay in I, I, so I had this little bit of and, like, try to get it to the kids, and I was like, get away from my kids, you gay person, like whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, and, like I was gross pretty vividly clear. Like, <laughs> did he,
0: did, he, did they say that to you? Get away from my... Yeah. And
3: then she like took her kids away like after that. Cause it was like right after I got out of my math class and like, me and my friends were just like feeling bad for those poor kids who so live in a house where like they probably also are probably homeschooled. Like, let's be really yeah. like,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. But it was just like, anyways, voting yes on Proposition 3.
0: Very good experience for me. Yeah. More people should be politically active. Yeah, people. it feels people,
3: good. You know, it's rewarding. And like, mm-hmm. well, unless... You it, know, can't where you're yeah, it can't
0: be. Yeah, it can yeah be. It it's be.
1: Stressful. It yeah. Is, yeah.
0: yeah. It's also hard because you need the time, resources, and money to participate in not politics.
1: Not everybody needs
3: a day off of work, not everybody can get the polls, like, yeah.
2: it's, it's stressful it's, because it directly impacts, like, us specifically, mm-hmm. and other people can just, like, afford to not care, mm-hmm. and we can't anymore, mm-hmm. like, yeah. we have to care, otherwise we're directly impacted.
1: Yeah. Did you guys hear about the lines on election day? I, I yeah, saw it. It. Yeah.
3: And at the Duderset Center, too. Mm-hmm. I know, like, they were collecting people to bring blankets and, like, food and stuff like that. So I walked down and, like, brought a blanket for, like, for people it was just cold that night. Yeah. And, like, stayed and entertained, like, my friends who were voting because I just, like, wanted them to vote, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: everyone on this campus should be really proud.
3: Yeah, we really, like, all came out for it. Like, yeah.
1: What was surprising to me is that, like, if you vote using your home address and you go to campus, then you have to wait in that huge line. Mm-hmm. But if you actually vote in the city of Ann Arbor um like there is no line and there's like a bajillion volunteers and they get you like right through so I almost feel like it's a lot of like not really wanting the student vote you know what I mean Mm -hmm. there's so much disenfranchisement going on there and
2: the fact that we all had class on election day yeah right so brave so, I know a lot of professors did cancel class, so, like, I don't know about
3: all of them, but... Really? You know, really? Like, friends classes got canceled, or who emailed their professors and were like, hey, like, I'm not coming in because I'm voting, and they were like, oh, we totally understand. And that's the thing, too. I feel like Ann Arbor being, like, a more liberal place, like, I just, I don't know. I think that Ann Arbor's doing better than, like, at least at home. Like, when I went back to Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't nearly as encouraged to vote or anything like that. Right. And that's why I chose to vote at home, because I just thought, like, Ann Arbor doesn't need my vote as much as Grand Rapids does. And like we're having like um elections for like school board people and stuff like that. And like, you know, my sister's still in high school and like I just wanted her to get like a better education that's not going to be, you know, written over by don't take gay bills and stuff like that. Mm, so.
1: Yeah.
0: I felt very similarly. Yeah. And like, I think like
3: I think it's very important to think about like where you're voting to and like where like what place like beats your vote the most.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Big Jack. Would you like? <laughs> would you your, your, your um uh issue of interest? I think segues us into a very a very special announcement.
2: <laughs> uh, okay. a moment to talk about queer representation in schools. Yay. So basically, in the media, we've all heard the infamous "Don't Say Gay" bill in Florida, but basically. There has been a new bill introduced by Louisiana's Mike Johnson, and it's a national version, so it affects affect everybody, and it has the very misleading title of Stop the Sexualization of Children Act, which he claims it's common sense in that these schools are immersing children in, like, sexual imagery just because gay issues are brought up or just because a kid wants to explore their own identity, but... Essentially, it relates LGBT community to pornography. It kind of perpetuates this rhetoric that gay people are inherently more sexual, and it's it's a lot to digest. Mm. So basically, with the success of this midterm election, I'm kind of hopeful that at least it won't pass in Michigan, but obviously it's something to be aware of and to keep talking about so it doesn't pass nationally because that would be devastating Mm. for a lot of lgbtu especially in school and federally funded institutions
0: um have y'all sort of been keeping up on the um dearborn
1: um the school board politics yeah so i know there was an incident like a little while ago but i think like the bigger thing that i'm hearing from like detroit news and everything is like the larger trend where there's kind of heightened police presence at all the meetings and even like the county um and especially where i live in like north oakland north macomb sort of area um it's like they have to make all sorts of like safety announcements before each thing and just the pressure is turned way up over like things like you know how many trans kids are really playing sports you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's just such a um so much anger over really not that much substance it just goes to show like how divided we are and everything
0: yeah I remember um I think Lori was talking about that like oh yeah there's a big fuss about like trans kids yeah. in sports and it's like such a small number
1: yeah that, like like these people existing are really not going to indoctrinate anybody yeah
0: and,
3: like, if you look at, like, people, like, I think this was a big thing in, like, Olympics and, like, national sporting, too, um, and I saw somebody had posted, like, counter-argument to it, where it's, like, look at how many trans people are actually winning these events. Like, it's, like, it's, it's, first of all, such a small percentage of, like, the people participating are trans, which, like, obviously, like, we should change and everything, but it's, like, it's not really affecting people as much as they're making it seem. It seems like they're making it out to be, like, an issue that they, like, a platform, I guess, to, like spread their
0: bigotry like the stereotype that like oh men are going into women's sports and dominating
3: they'd say like oh like we don't want men walking into women's bathrooms and like preying on women but it's like they're not men like Mm -hmm. i think that's something that like a lot of the people who are arguing those things don't understand it's just like like
1: (sighs) yeah you look at how often that actually happens and it just doesn't match up yeah it doesn't yeah
0: well, that segues us into our next season. Oh my God. Not to, uh, to, to lighten the mood. Um, but next season, we are going to be talking with GSAs um, and about queer representation in schools. Um, so if you are currently listening and you are a high school student um, and or a college student um, that's a part of a queer organization, please reach out and DM us. Um, our social medias are Inquiry Pod. that's I-N-Q-U-E-E-R-Y-P-O-D. Um, we'd love to interview you and hear some of your questions because, um, like we were just talking about, that is a huge issue that queer and trans youth are facing. Um, and you know, there are so many battles to be had, but that is a huge battle. I think as queer and trans people, um, we need to have more representation and any attack on our ability to um, to sort of get ourselves more out there and get more exposure, um, that needs to be addressed mm-hmm. because that's what we really need is more exposure and more representation. I think one of the things that Lori Pohutsky said is there are not – more queer people than there were in the past there is more representation and more exposure and that's why people are being afraid that no one's indoctrinating anyone right no one people just,
3: people just don't feel as afraid to like yeah, explore, yeah, yeah to like explore these things earlier in their life yeah.
0: yeah yeah yeah
3: but yeah also reach out with like any questions if you don't necessarily want to be interviewed you want to be like kept anonymous like say that too like we would love to just like like Send a little love to the younger generations who are struggling with their sexuality, yeah. or not struggling. If you have like success stories, share that too.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, we would love to hear. We would love to
2: hear we some, some hear. positive news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, thank you, listeners, for joining <laughs> us. Um, I hope you enjoyed this this episode. I know that I had a lot of fun with all of you all. Um, all
3: yeah,
0: we definitely well. need to do more host episodes. Yeah, yeah. Host. this was fun. This was really was. fun. Um, Well. Thank you again. Share with your friends and family.
3: (laughs) Send
0: us questions. (laughs) Send us questions. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Well, that wraps up our season finale of Political Inquiry. Tune in sometime mid-December to hear our conversation and interview with current Attorney General Dana Nessel. Until then, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to follow us on our social medias and share us with your friends and family. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at InquiryPod. That's I-N-Q-U-E-E-R-Y-P-O-D. Thank you again for tuning in. It was a great season. And thank you again for everyone who's contributed to this season. It was a blast working with you all. Until we see you next time, take care.